Hi, my name's Tim. And I'm Cassandra. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the European, European Soapbox. Cassandra, do you have any fears? I have a few. Uh, growing up, I think I was pretty fearless, but it was only like in the last five, six years that I've developed a ton of random fears, just something. So like water, the dark, monsters, all of that kind of stuff. Oh, okay, let's, let's, let's unpack this one by one. Water? Water. So, so it's like a pool. No. So okay. it's not like a pool or a bath or a glass of water. It's if I was dropped in the ocean and I couldn't see the bottom, that would freak me out. So it, so it's almost more like the unknown. Yes. it's Even if I'm in the ocean, if I can see the bottom, it's completely fine. But as soon as I don't know what's underneath me, I, I freeze. I don't know what to do interesting so so are you also scared of like sea creatures like fish not necessarily like i can see sharks squids whatever it might unless it it depends if they're huge i might get a little scared (laughs) but if it's like a random fish or if it's less than half of my size fish wise it's fine if it's my size shark wise i'm okay as soon as it exceeds the 5.5 mark that's when it's like Mm, I'm not okay. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, I, I can see that. And so does it also translate to like larger bodies of water, like lakes or something like that? It does translate to oh, lakes a okay. little bit. Um, when I was little, I was on a jet ski with my cousin, and we were coming back to the dock, and I looked over to our right, and underneath the water, maybe a foot down, there was a buoy or some sunken object and it freaked me out and since then i have had a a little bit of a hesitation when jumping into the water did you think it was a dead body mm, I, <laughs> uh, okay i wouldn't go that far but i had no idea what it was and i think you're right about it's just the unknown you know i i can i can understand why you're why you're scared of this <laughs> and so what's your what's your instinct like just curl up into a ball or like it, run it depends on the shore? situation okay If I'm far enough away from things where I can't feasibly get to quote unquote safety in the next like 30 seconds, (laughs) I'll freeze. Like I ball up in essentially fetal position in the water because I feel like something could bite my extremities. (laughs) So interesting. And then if I'm close enough, like if I'm thrown off of a boat in the ocean, I will just swim as fast as I possibly can back to the boat. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Any other big fears? Um, the dark. Oh. And especially after a scary movie, which I don't know anybody I, that's who's necessarily not. That's understandable. Um, anybody who says they're not, they're they're lying. They're lying. A hundred percent. We're calling you out. <laughs> if I'm in bed, and like I could go to bed completely fine, but as soon as I think, what if there's something in the closet? What if there's something in that corner? There's a movie that. I saw, I can't remember what it's called right now, Hereditary, where 
spoiler if you haven't seen it please skip over the next 30 seconds but at the very end there is the mom goes absolutely crazy and is like a freaky monster in like the top corner of the ceiling and it was the scariest thing and so that's what i think of sometimes you watch some nuts movies i love scary movies i pay for it afterwards 100 percent. but what about you what are you scared of oh um heights but but not like i don't know if it's heights or falling okay because yeah i've heard it's one or the other or it could be both i don't know i I think it is sort of both and specifically man-made heights if that makes sense so not like mountains no not like mountains or cliffs i'm I'm sort of fine with that just empire state building yeah type vibe yes (laughs) yes um stairwells where you can oh you know the the floating stairs yeah where you can like see through the cracks yeah i hate it i hate them i despise them so if you're going i mean i don't know if you've ever been in one of the dorms but if you're going up the stairs in the dorms and you look over and you can see the railing all the way to oh okay I, I, no, no. Um, top of the Empire State Building. I, I've been once. I stayed very far away from the edge. Um, you know what churches where they in like Europe you get to do like a walking tour to like the top of the church. You get a nice pretty view of the city. I hate hate it. Interesting. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I just I just don't like being up there. I can't say I've ever been to the top of a church or, or any kind of tall building. Yeah. Especially when I'm like, all right, I need to look over the edge and like see a nice view or like then i I look down and i see the bottom like is there a threshold like is it two stories and you're like nope can't do it or is it does it take like 12 if i had to ballpark it it, anything above four wow and it's not like a paralyzing like i don't want to move anymore Mm -hmm. like I, i can't walk like i just i just don't like doing it okay and you said before the podcast that the definition of a fear, like to be, to have a fear is to be anxious about something and then to actively avoid it. I, I, that's how I would classify it personally. Like for your, for your example, if you were like, I am so terrified of the ocean, like I, I wouldn't even fly over it. That's how scared I am. Or go yeah, like yeah. to any coastal city and like the side of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. Like I'm just going to stay inland for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's that's when I would con- consider it like a real, like, paralyzing fear. Yeah. And so, I don't I don't think my fear of heights is. It's like a baby fear. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. We'll, we'll call it a baby fear. Um. Let me let me think. What else? I I don't really think I'm not really scared of spiders. Are you? I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> if I see one, depending on how big it is, I might scream just like a tad bit just like a little little boop like <laughs> bugs in general uh not really like i can do centipedes and, yeah. and like whatever i agree um snakes it depends again i think it the size of anything is what really gets me don't love poisonous snakes i well th- i feel like that's pretty rational <laughs> i i can recognize you know how like you can tell poisonous snakes uh, from non-poisonous yeah. snakes they have like a diamond head and everything mm-hmm. and like where we're from like the only real one is a copperhead that's around here yeah if i see a copperhead i'm gonna gonna freak a little but i've seen the diamond head versus the round head i feel like they're so similar it takes a lot of practice okay if i were to see a snake i would just assume the worst and kind of just leave it alone oh yeah yeah i i've been walking a few times and like almost stepped on a snake and i'm like oh there's a snake there oh my god um let me think what else are you scared of dogs cats 
I'm not allergic to either. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm allergic to both, but I'm not scared of either. Okay. <laughs> um, if you saw bear, I mean, I feel like there are rational things that we could talk about. Like, oh, we're scared of a bear charging at us or a mountain lion if we were to see it. I mean, I, I feel like my heart would definitely race. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, who's what? You're being charged <laughs> by a bear or a mountain yeah. lion. Like, of course. <laughs> but I, I don't think that I'd be like. I'm going to avoid every aspect that has to do with a bear. If I see a bear in a zoo, I'm gonna freak out or right. like anything like that. Of course, I'm gonna be scared, but like I don't, I don't think I have a fear of them. Could it come down to like control? Like you, know you have control I, I of the situation. So. Well, not necessarily. If I saw a bear in a wild in the wild, I think I'd be fine, as long as it's from a distance. I don't think I would. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, really, I've seen a bear like driving in a car before. I feel like if I saw a bear a football stadium size away, yeah. I would, like, my first instinct would be like, oh, that's so cool. And then it would take a second to process, oh, it's a bear. And then <laughs> <laughs> I would be very scared. I feel like I'd be more scared of, like, wolves. That makes sense. Or, like, coyotes or something like that. I know that you can just, like, shoo them away like dogs, technically. Can you really? I, I think so. I think so. They're not, They're not really, like... Most animals in the wild aren't like I'm going to hunt humans today. Like no, they're they're, yeah. they're kind of like what is this person doing in my space? I'd rather just leave. Oh yeah, so I mean, especially yes. bears. That's that's the common thing. If you have like food on you, of course they're gonna come and, like try to get your food. Right. But like if you're just like hiking, and I'd think a bear would run away from you. Oh, th- that's very good to know. <laughs> yes. Yes. How about flying? I'm not. I love flying. Me too. Love being in planes. Me too. So that doesn't go into your fear of heights. No, no, no. I I love planes. It's it's buildings. The fact oh, that like a building could like collapse or like, like standing fall on down. top of something. Yeah, but not mountains. If it's if it's made by nature, and it's been there for centuries, <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. But as soon as like somebody's engineering knowledge or architecture <laughs> had to go into, no offense to all the engineers and architects. It's just I. What if? Yeah, and they're high, and I don't want to fall, and it's scary. I I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, that does make sense. Are you scared of things like apocalypses, like zombies? No. I mean, who wouldn't be scared of a zombie? Like, it's. I feel like it's such an abstract thing. It's kind of like an irrational, or like an irrational topic, or like a abstract topic. Like, are you scared mm-hmm. of death? I personally am not, but like, I get the feel. Yeah, like the, exactly. Yeah, or, or like what it's, it's one at. of those fee- feelings. Like, are you scared of being alone? Are you scared of death? Are you scared of, um, I not having friends, something like that. <laughs> Until it's actually here, it's hard to really. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. So we'll we'll transition to your topic based on your question, are you scared of zombies? You you have a idea mm-hmm. or or a question to ask. Do you think the apocalypse could happen? What kind of apocalypse and what would you do? do you, okay. There's two there's, questions. There's a there. lot of questions. There's yes. two questions there. Could it happen in my opinion? No. Really? I can't well, I don't think I can rationalize the idea of an apocalypse. 
what about a nuclear apocalypse that that that's more possible because we have i mean we have the technology to nuke the entire planet and th- that does terrify me yes it, it is it is very scary but like the apocalypses you see in the movies or like tv shows like the walking dead or something like, like zombie that. apocalypse no not really it just seems too abstract and fictional I get that. Okay. But and, what if? <laughs> okay, yes. I, I will entertain your what if question. What if there was a... a, a okay, let's, let's work up a basics and then we can decide on what we do. <laughs> it is a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. In this apocalypse, zombies cannot swim and zombies cannot run. Okay, so it, the easiest kind of apocalypse. Is that, is that acceptable to you? I feel like that's an acceptable okay. apocalypse. Um, either I would live on a boat. Okay. Because I think that's pretty rational. Yeah, I, f- I feel like living on a boat that would be nice. <laughs> if it gets if it gets too boring somewhere, you go down the Caribbean, <laughs> <laughs> circle the globe a few times, and I, or I would run away to the mountains somewhere and just keep moving till the zombies eventually get me. I don't know if I'd want to be a nomadic kind of apocalypse survivor. Why not? I mean, yeah, the part of it appeals to me, like, going and traveling to different places, but the other part is... Here's the thing. I would not want to abandon my morals. Oh, I'd say as soon as zombies come into play, my morals are relatively out the window. Really? I have... Not that I've done, like, extensive uh, uh. thinking about this, (laughs) (laughs) but if it were to happen, my first thought, like, in everyday life... You can go about your business and not have to worry about something coming out of essentially nowhere and killing you. For th- mm-hmm. That okay. is a relatively irrational fear, in my opinion, depending on where you live, whatever. Yeah. Um, it, say, in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, that is a, that is a relatively <laughs> yes. irrational yes. fear. But if you put zombies into question where, I mean, they come out, are we talking like they bite you, you turn into a zombie, that's inevitable? Or I, do you I have think to- that's the classic theory. Okay. So... I feel like the possibility of death is significantly more looming, if that makes sense. Yeah. So my first instinct would be, I'm going to grab the people I love and book it. (laughs) Okay. And then, like, you need to somehow prep for your survival. You need to get self-defense, food. Oh, yes. And I'm assuming you would not be paying for all of this. No. Okay. <laughs> no. More, again, at that point, paper currency, out the window. <laughs> okay, but all right. This this has always intrigued me about zombie movies. And it's probably because I'm I'm an economist, economic, economic-minded person. <laughs> um, a barter system would occur. In the sense of, like, you have this, I have this. Yeah, like, you have a gun, I have potatoes, I'll give you three potatoes <laughs> for a gun. Like, I, oh, I, feel, I can see that. Like, that's... I, I believe that is what humans would naturally tend toward. And I feel like maybe I'm thinking of this too, too like this the progression of everything happening too quickly. I mean, when I, COVID I, happened, everybody was please, scrambling please don't, stuff. Please don't compare COVID to his no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> as far as the economics of going to a grocery yes. store. Um, because not, there were like shortages and then. Yeah. So because eventually like production of typical things would stop. It would stop. Yeah. Like toilet paper. Electricity, canned foods, fresh produce, unless. Yep you're the farmer i mean that's you see that that's that would be my largest concern you need to have some kind of food source and you need to have some kind of water source yes to actively survive and you're not going to operate a water treatment plant 
Right. Like, that's not going to happen. So you need either some kind of well or some kind of spring. You know, there's a type of straw that I've seen on Yeah, it's a life straw. Yeah. Yeah, I have one. Depending on how quickly everything shuts down, I could see myself ordering quite a few on Amazon, hoping they get here They last a really long time. Yeah, and then just using that wherever I go, as far as water source. And then for food source, I would definitely maybe fresh produce at first, like for the first few days, weeks, whatever it might be, and then shelf stable long term you see this is this is why i like the nomadic idea of like running first of all because you can farm i can't farm okay but you can farm I, I can if you tr- really I, want to <laughs> you know i would try to farm i don't know how successful i would mm-hmm. be but i do prefer the boat because there was a person that kayaked across the pacific or from north america what? to south america I don't, I don't remember what it was but they had a water filtration system for salt water and solar panels and some kind of like irrigation like plant system Mm -hmm. and i i think i would be able to pull that off on a kayak not necessarily on a kayak maybe on a larger boat okay that's relatively realistic for the for the topic and i mean i'm sorry zombies can't swim so they can't get to me really yeah really i'm just I just want the zombie apocalypse. Do you think zombies could adapt? I, I don't know. Zombies aren't real. <laughs> in in the hypothetical world of I, zombies. I would imagine so. I mean, I don't know if it's against their, like, like if they touch water, they dissolve. Like, I don't think they can <laughs> a, a, adapt beyond that. But, like. Okay. It all depends on the scenario. That does make sense. I, f- I feel like I've entertained your zombie scenario long enough. Uh, I, I think I could talk about this for hours upon hours. I, I know. I know. I do have a follow-up question to your phobias. Mm-hmm. Are you scared of snails? I might be. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. And I, I want to know why. So part of it is the snail scenario of what if there is a snail halfway across the world whose only goal in life is to kill you? Like... Not that I'm, like, thinking every day, like, oh, I gotta avoid all the snails in the world, because, like, it's just a looming feeling in the back of my head, like, what if? And then, on top of that, slugs are fine. Slugs are just, like, the little things, but snails have protection. They have a shell (laughs) that can... I don't know what they can withstand, but they can withstand something more than slugs. I'm I'm sorry, I don't mean to be laughing at your fear. It's, It's not something that keeps me up at night, but the just snails they 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 get me anxious all right so what about <laughs> what about like crabs or lobsters they have like a shell no but that's different that, okay <laughs> they can't they can't retreat into their shell yes that is one thing okay I, it's hard to put into words so so what about like hermit crabs like the ones that can like go back into their like seashell it took me a little bit to get over it mm. i'm better with with um, hermit crabs now but okay. like sea snails can't do it interesting all Six right snail. you know that's I, I i feel like that's a really interesting phobia i'll, I'll never really understand why <laughs> or i don't know if i'll get over it but yeah <laughs> yeah all right snails 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 interesting interesting yeah well thank you for entertaining my idea of the zombie apocalypse and kind of going over what our fears <laughs> are what our phobias are um, I hope you join us next week as we talk about who knows what on the European Soapbox.
The European Soapbox podcast reflects only the opinions of the authors and do not reflect the views of any affiliated and or mentioned organizations. We are students still in the learning process, so information should be taken with a grain of salt and not blindly accepted. The information is for informational purposes only and do not intend to serve as any recommendation. We do not intend to isolate anyone on this podcast and encourage diversity and differences in opinion. The European Soapbox stands independently from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. The authors are the sole owners of the rights to the European Soapbox podcast. As students, we ask for the opportunity to grow and improve in our podcasting journey and progression as individuals. If you'd like to reach out to us, send us an email at europeansoapbox at gmail.com. This podcast is hosted by Cassandra Alvarino and Tim Fry. All music is produced by Till Iringer. That's T-I-L-L-Y-D-E-A-N dot W-A-V on Instagram. A special thanks to our friends, families, and supporters.